Actually, we'll be interviewing as a team. We're here to fuck shit up. When you bring me out, can you introduce me as Jake Stewart? And I'm Matt. And this is the Nuclear Fridge. <laughs> it's completely insane. You guys are idiots. Do you have nuclear weapons? In the fridge. Is that nuclear waste? This whole fridge is a joke. Honey, you are a regular nuclear meltdown. You and I are not so different. Stupid fridge guys. Well, do we just own? Go to school, boys. Hello, and welcome to another fantastic episode of The Nuclear Fridge. As always, I am your host, Matt Paget, and today I am joined by none other than two of my very best friends in the world, Jacob Decker. Hello. And Stuart Gears. Hello. What's it called? Hello. Uh, I made Stuart scared that I was breaking up. I was taking him off my friends list this this morning or th- right before this podcast. I was about trouble? to say this morning. Whoa. I'm, I'm, I'm it's time to get off the drugs. <laughs> or, the, yeah. or that. Yeah. Or, or take more. <clears throat> yeah, that's um, true. That's true. No, I would never stop being friends with either of you gentlemen. Oh. Because honestly, you keep me sane. It's my honor to keep uh, you sane. I feel like we're not doing a very good job of it. What? Not from this Keeping brief intro. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm fucking losing it, dude. I've been working for 10 days uh, doing Black Friday stuff and Cyber Monday stuff. It's like they call it two different things, but they're the same thing for like 10 days. Did you buy yeah. anything cool? Hey, did you get anything? Uh, no, I just I bought some like a couple books that weren't on sale. Uh oh. and then I bought <laughs> Christmas presents. So Yeah, I got Christmas presents. I did get some Blu-rays. I got or 4K oh, Blu-rays. I got Sicario. Yeah, uh cuz that was for that was like 6 bucks 4K. Oh fuck and, yeah. And uh Northman was 10 bucks on uh, for oh, 4K Blu-ray. Yeah. So I got that. And then I got Soul Hackers on PlayStation 5. What? Yeah, Soul Hackers 2. That Atlas You got game. the second one too? No, just the second one. Oh, okay. Almost got Sonic, almost fell for the trap. Everyone's everyone's like, Sonic is actually good this time. And then every time I look at gameplay, I'm like, no. Oh, <laughs> I don't <God>. think so. <laughs> Uh, it's it's a Dreamcast game. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm I'm happy that Sonic fans are happy. I guess, although I don't even think Sonic fans. Are I'm happy. not happy. Yeah, I, they, they, I'm specifically I, unhappy. I that feel like happy. They, they no. I feel like they pretend to be happy about it. Uh, like I, I reviewed Pokemon, and I've gotten so many people like mad at me because we gave Sonic the same score or something, and uh, well, I didn't review Sonic. I. And and I'm not even gonna play that game, because that's how I feel about it. I mean, are reviews supposed to be f- like considered for the entire site or the specific reviewer? Uh well, I mean, the uh, a Gamespot review represents Gamespot, but okay. it's obviously different reviewers. So right, you know, like I mean, I don't understand and, why they and, would get angry though. <laughs> like, yeah or no sonic got a seven i think and pokemon got an eight and they were like oh it should have been higher or something i don't know um but but yeah i think people often forget because it is representing i, I mean i get it it, it is kind of weird how um 
all these different reviewers are reviewing games. Everyone has different tastes, different opinions. I mean, to be honest, like personally, I trust reviewers rather than websites uh, when it comes to games I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because I, I don't know people's backgrounds, right? Like, like people I'm sure didn't know mine with Pokemon. So, you know, it is what it is. Well, I'm sorry that people got mad for that. That's ridiculous. Oh, me. that's okay. It, I mean, it's it, like it for me, me. I, I, it's just like, I mean, I don't, I don't get it. It's like, God, yeah. somebody liked a game. Oh, oh no. But <laughs> especially making Sonic fans angry, that, that energizes me. I think that's pretty, pretty fun. I don't understand know? the correlation though in that like one game could be liked for certain things while another is liked for others. And it's like, I don't know. Like, who cares yeah. if they were, like, close in score or not? If you fucking like the game and you think it's fun, who gives a shit? Yeah, I mean, not to get into the psychology of it, but I feel like a lot of it just comes down to people who've based their entire identity around the release of a game, franchise, movie, series, whatever, and then when someone says something bad about it, uh, people get mad. Like <laughs> Quentin Tarantino uh, saying some very fine things about Marvel. Like it didn't really give much of a negative or positive opinion. And people were up in arms about it because they were like, he said, Marvel sucks. It's like, Oh my God, here we go again. I mean, I like Marvel and I agreed with what he said. (laughs) I know. Like, I'm like, like, I, like, I, I I don't think like, I mean, like, you know, for the people who like want to just trash Marvel stuff, it's like, you know, that's your opinion. But like what he said, wasn't even really trashing Marvel. I know. He was, uh, for context, uh, Quentin Tarantino was on a podcast and he talked to, I mean, Matt, you could probably fill people in better since I know you listen to this podcast regularly and, uh, yeah, I listened to it. I actually listened to that specific interview twice, um, because I was bored and didn't have anything to listen to. Um, so we, we actually talked about this a little bit last week, but basically what he said was, um, yeah, uh, I, I, I'm not interested in Marvel movies. If they were released in my 20s, I would love them because I loved Marvel when I was in my 20s. I loved the comic books, uh, but also other movies would be coming out at yeah. the same time. God damn, uh, did we really talk about this last week? We don't have to talk about it again. I just thought no, about it because Marvel fans are, are doing the same thing Sonic fans are doing, you know? I think I think it's like, it's it's since we've since we've we've talked about it i mean people have just like it, yeah. fucking lost their minds over it it has become and more of a story because i feel like we watched it and then like a couple days ago big sites decided to pick it up all of a sudden and it's I like i think he oh, was God. also on howard stern since so like uh, so and he's just like yeah like he he's literally not saying anything bad about it and people like he he's he's saying all he said was um, the the big thing that got re- people really upset uh, and I mean something new to the conversation um, is that he said uh, oh uh, there are no more movie stars anymore you you go to the movies to see Captain America and it's totally true like when when did Chris Evans or Chris Hemsworth ever lead a movie that was a box office success. Like, like Chris Hemsworth especially has been the lead in a bunch of movies and all of them have been flops, uh, except for the Thor movies, obviously, because people want to see Thor and that's not discounting those actors. That's 
discounting Marvel's marketing strategy and successfully basically uh I mean I mean I think I might have brought- movie studios have always been corporate but like it feels extra corporate where they can they could replace Thor and no one would be upset about it no one would be like hey you need to uh, like p- p- treat or, or like, you, you know, those like um, social movements of people being like, Hey, may, uh, change.org. Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Where they'd be like, pay respect to the actors, treat them like people. Like that's kind of not a thing in Marvel anymore, which like, I, I was like, Hey, you know what? Let me dive into these Marvel uh, fans uh, <laughs> replies and a lot of them were like, yeah, I don't watch it for Chris Hemsworth. I watch it because I love Thor and I look up to Thor and they should be happy to play those characters and get the money. And it's just like, holy fuck, like these people and, and like, obviously not every Marvel fan is like that, but it, it, it seems like too many of them are. Um, and I think that's totally been what Disney wants because now they've got a monopoly on the box office. They don't need anyone but themselves and they'll make money. And that, that I don't think that's a good thing. Like, uh, but no one's gatekeeping. No one is saying you can't like these movies. No one is saying, uh, Oh, I wish Simu Liu wouldn't play Shang Chi. Like he was, he said something along the lines of like, uh, Martin Scorsese and Quentin Tarantino shouldn't be the only gatekeepers. I'm like, dude, th- you are you kidding me? You work for Disney. They are the fucking gatekeeper yeah. for entertainment now. Like Star Wars, <laughs> Marvel, everything. Like, uh, look at Disney Plus. Look at all this shit you own. Yeah, I and mean, if you want to make money at a theater, you go through Disney. It, it it it's crazy because God, I don't remember when, but they broke up all the vertical integration stuff. I believe is what it's called. God, it's been so long since I've since I've studied any of this stuff, but, but, uh, I feel like Disney just kind of has a hold on all of it now, like production distribution. Uh, they're just everywhere. And that is what creates the gatekeeping. Right. I mean, like there, there are scenarios where Disney will just buy out theaters and even if it's not showing to anyone, it doesn't matter. They can afford to do that. Right. Like it's, yeah. It's wild. And and I think if anything, that is what creates the gatekeeping because then it's just more theaters for Disney films, less theaters for, you know, things other people might want to see. And I guess there's an argument and it's like, well, the market decides the market really wants to see these movies. I mean, if there wasn't a market for it, it wouldn't exist in the way it is. But I, I feel like it's almost gone beyond that point of letting the market decide. It's almost uh, like Disney's just kind of in control of, of it uh, front to back, which is disappointing. I will say, you know, there are still a bunch of great movies that are always coming out that uh, I love seeing. Um, And I mean like Top Gun was, was dope because that was not a Disney movie that was led by Tom motherfucking Cruise. And it was one of the the last movie star. I know the last movie star. They should make a movie about that. Hell yeah. Starring Tom Cruise. Because <laughs> um, he's the only one that would get people to oh, go. Do a seek, do an unofficial sequel to The Last Action Hero. Yeah. But with Tom Cruise, that'd be great. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I, I, I feel like we are getting to a bubble, though. I mean, I feel like the most recent Marvel phase has kind of been a little less interesting for a lot a of people. Lack, and I hope... A little lack Yeah. Lesser. I hope we see I, some changes soon. 
hundred percent. I mean, I think the thing also to remember with some of it, especially when it comes in regards to people getting mad at people like Quentin Tarantino, is I'm sure Disney treats their actors very well. And I mean, there are huge opportunities for these actors that get tons of exposure. It's not like Quentin Tarantino was going off about how like they're not, you know, popular or, or you know, well known. You know, a lot of them do get well known from this. And one thing I do actually like about some of the Disney Marvel projects is that they've, you know, they've actually casted people who aren't necessarily the most well-known actors. And I think Mm -hmm. that's really cool. Yeah, Um, that is cool. On that same note, though, I do think it's like, I think it's odd that you can't seem to bring up any, like, because I think I even brought it up last week. Like, even Anthony Mackie, who's a prominent figure in the MCU, years ago brought up how, you know, People are coming to see these larger than life characters. They're not necessarily coming just because so and so is in this movie. Um, yeah, he, he actually said exactly what Quentin Tarantino said. Yeah. And so it's not like, but once again, in saying that though, it's not taking away from like the accomplishment. And I'm sure these movies give plenty of new opportunities to these actors. Um, so I don't think it should be taken so harshly. Um, but that's my two cents. I mean, yeah. and I am a Marvel fan, and I do like a, a good chunk of what they put out, but I, I don't think it's also, at the same time, I think it's completely fair also to sometimes criticize things without, like, this huge backlash, especially yeah, when it's something, I, like, I think, when, and we've said this on multiple episodes of, like, look, if you like something and other people don't, fuck them. You enjoy that shit. You know? Well, don't don't actually fuck them. Don't actually you want that. You might end up in jail. <laughs> yeah, don't uh, actually do that part. But but just enjoy what I, you enjoy and stop taking everything so goddamn to heart. I will say, like the other part of this is, it's Quentin Tarantino, man. He's been making movies for so long. He knows what he's doing. He he knows a lot of people in the industry. Like this is how he is. He just fucking rants and says things. I. I Matt and I were talking about this earlier. It's just like, I, I can't imagine having a conversation with Quentin Tarantino and, and enjoying it because he is just, he, he's a strange man, you know? And I, I, w- I would definitely be like, uh, <laughs> fucking worried that he has no interest in talking to me. Yeah. Like just the way he acts. Totally. I, I mean, like, I think I've said it here, but I've met him before and I like said, I really like Django. And he was like, I know. And then kept walking. <laughs> I was like, all right, well it's Quentin Tarantino. He can get away with that. Not that that's a good outlook. You know, I think people should treat people with respect, but like Agreed. everything I had known about Quentin Tarantino that's kind of how I expected him to respond. And for me, it was kind of, it was like a self-fulfilling prophecy sort of, sort of, sort of situation. But, but it's just like, as Quentin Tarantino, he likes to talk and he likes to rant and he's going to speak his mind. I, you don't need to write articles about it. And what's crazy is he, in that same interview, he literally announced that he's, he's written an eight episode TV show that, uh, he announced then and there, and for some reason, him talking about Marvel is the thing that I saw on Twitter most. Yeah, I, I actually know you mentioned it. I don't think I've seen a news story. I've seen one. Uh, I've seen one. Oh, wow. So I don't go looking for entertainment news, really. So it has to come into like a Instagram, a Facebook, a Twitter post. Um, and yeah, I, I, I thought that would have been huge news. And then now people just want to talk about the not criticism of Marvel, just his opinion. 
just his like, yeah, I, I, I wish movies were being made today. And he, he's gone on the record before, like being pretty pissed off at Disney. And this goes to what Jake was talking about, where Disney would be like, you have to show a uh, Star Wars movie or a Marvel movie for 12 weeks. Yeah, and in, they, they in your cut theater, out Hateful Eight, right? All. I remember that. Yeah, and, and and they specifically said, yeah, we don't want Hateful Eight being played at the same theater as our movie, uh, Star Wars. And that's fucking weird. Uh, especially for, like, smaller theaters. That's such a fucking shitty move. Yeah. Because, like... But they can afford a theater... It. The theater has shut down yeah. since, and it was an iconic theater that... I, most most filmmakers, at least in the LA area, like take pride in being able to show their film there. It's like so. a dream. Yeah, I forget which Jeez. theater is called. Is it the, it's uh, the ArcLight? Wasn't it the ArcLight? Arc- yeah. yeah. Is it the ArcLight? Or, or is it the Cinema? I I don't remember, but yeah. It was like I, I like in the like dead center in like Hollywood. Like it's a it was a dope yeah. theater. But I think there's. Where do you usually see your movies, Stuart? So you go see the movie, you go to the movies all the time. So do you go to like an AMC or? I, I go to Cinemark for the most part. I mean, I'll, I'll go to AMCs and stuff. Like I do like going to like going to big IMAXs. Like um, if it's like a big movie, like I went to go see the Batman last or uh, earlier this year at the, there's like a AMC with a big IMAX and like Universal Studios. Um, but hmm. if, and I saw, and I, I did, um, uh, <laughs> I mean, it wasn't my the first time seeing it, but I did later get to go see uh, Top Gun in IMAX, which was awesome. Um, nice. so but uh, no, usually I go to like a Cinemark type theater and like it's, you know, and it's nice. I mean, I mean, Cinemark, they're pretty good about also playing smaller movies as well, which I appreciate because some of the bigger chains, they don't always play certain movies and sometimes they don't always get them, but they, I would say they get them more than they don't. Well, Jake, Jake has access to a lot of, I mean, I, I would guess haven't been there in a couple of years, but you, you have access to like a wide range of theaters, right? In San Francisco. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's, there's a, um, I always forget the name of this theater chain, but it's the one where you get to eat in it. That's dope. And I love it. Uh, oh. Alamo draft house. Right. In an Alamo draft house here, there is uh, a giant AMC like in the middle of downtown that usually I'll go see movies after work there because they've got IMAX. They've got a bunch of different theaters. Uh, it's pretty expensive, though. Um, and then there's some other smaller theaters as well. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I, I prefer Cinemark to AMC, I think. And I, I haven't been to any Cinemarks around here. Interesting. But, uh, we only have one chain up here. I I can say I actually just uh, uh, as uh, let's go switching gears a little bit if you, if you guys don't mind. I got to go to a I mean, Cinemark event recently. Oh wow! Is there a red carpet? Oh yeah, it was no, there was not at all. It was just an early screening. <laughs> but uh, one of my biggest surprises of the year, uh, Puss in Boots: The Last Wish was fucking dope. Oh, I heard it was really good. It was oh, wow. great. That's awesome. It was great. I was so caught off guard. Was Shrek um, in it? Uh, he's referenced and he's shown okay. briefly, but what a what an animated flick. Is he shown or does he have a line? He's shown. 
Like, oh. I mean, like, you don't need to have him in it. Like, there's other Shrek characters that appear in you it don't that need do to have, have lines. Like, I mean, it's a Puss in Boots movie. It was great. It was really a good movie. And the animation was great. Um, yeah, yeah, it was awesome. I like that say original that was, one. The I would, first one, I should say. That was very good. I actually preferred this one even more. Um, oh, this nice. really, yeah, that was like my surprise, like the biggest surprise movie for me this year. I was like, because I just kind of went into it going kind of whatever because it's been so long since we've had like a Shrek related film. Yeah, and, the trailers weren't doing it. For and me the DreamWorks either. movies have been kind of stagnant for a bit of in terms of quality, at least in my opinion. Uh, Oh yeah, but, I totally agree with you. But man, what a what a comeback! I highly recommend it for when it comes out. I think it comes out Christmas, but uh, very good. Nice. I'm I'm curious. I saw there was a trailer for it literally a week ago. I just I actually think I just saw a billboard and I was like, huh, okay, they're making a new one. I don't know how I'm missing all of this. And then I saw some reviews today, and it was getting like pretty like thumbs up and everything and i was like all right maybe i should see this it's it's really cool like it's kind of like got western vibes to it like definitely story-wise kind of falls in line with like the good and the bad and the ugly with having like just kind of these separate groups going for this well last wish this wish they're all trying to get but it's kind of like puss in boots facing his mortality which was like a really interesting fun but like still managed to handle it in a serious manner angle uh, I just was impressed by it. Uh, people in the cast, I didn't even know who were in it because I didn't see a lot for it. I think I saw maybe a TV spot for it and was like, eh. Mm. And then I went to go see it. But like Florence Pugh's in it. Uh, Antonio Banderas who's, and Salma Hayek are great as always. Um, whose dick did you have to suck to get, in, to, to get into an early showing, Stuart? Uh, Cinemark's. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, it was just like they had like just an. Ad- they just said it, it was like an advanced mark screening. of Cinemark. <laughs> it was yeah. just an advanced screening thing, uh, but it was cool and like it, it was pretty, pretty packed. Which I was, I was pleased once, especially once it was done, because I was like, wow, I hope this movie does well. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, I was just really. It was nice to see a, a good, solid animated flick again. It's been a minute. Um. 11 years since the last and one. And they like, and the other thing too is it's a, this is one of those where, where I've lately had a lot of kind of just kind of, I wouldn't say complaints, but where I've faltered in loving a lot of animated movies recently is the whole can adults and kids enjoy the movie? Like genuinely. Yeah. Um, D- Pixar for the most part does pretty good with it, but I found lately some of the ones I've been seeing have definitely been geared way more towards kids to the point where they're kind of boring for, you know, anyone past a certain age. Uh, uh, well, speaking of that, but Puss in looking Bo- at like since Puss in Boots, mm-hmm. it's just been terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and exactly what you're describing. It, it, it really has been. But this one, like there was surprisingly dark humor at times. Uh, there were some things I was caught off guard were in it. Uh, which like harkened back to like the first Shrek where there's jokes that I wouldn't expect them to put them in animated movies now that were there. Um, mm. And so it was refreshing and it didn't. And like, yeah, there were scenes where like I could see a little kid being kind of freaked out. 
Um, and it was just it was just a pleasant surprise. I I didn't really know what to expect going into it, but it I had think, solid animation and it was fun. I think it's not a good movie if a, if a kid didn't get a little freaked out, you know. Agreed. You need a little fear Scare in there. The fucking kid. You need a little fear. Yeah, in there. I mean, you know, like that was. I feel like all the kids I watched growing, or all the kids I watched, all the movies I watched growing <laughs> up. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, I needed to see all them the a little. I watched out. growing up were like always a little bit scary, like James and the Giant Peach. That, that scared yeah. the shit out of me, but I still watched it. Uh, even like Toy Story in the attic when the, he's fucking with the the dolls and they'll like the, the the baby head on the spider legs without with a missing eye, <laughs> with the missing eye. Yeah, some of that stuff was scary. Got to have that. Sid's room freaked me. Yeah, out Sid's room. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, I was happy to report and happy to want. I just kind of wanted to bring it up brief. Well, I guess not briefly now, but I just wanted to bring it up this episode because I I wanted to give it a shout out for when it does come out because it was. No, nope. surprisingly very good movie. And if they're on, if they're kind of, go, it, I don't know. It even ends on a note where I'm like interested to see if they're going to be doing more with like Shrek again. Yeah, I, well, I mean, the, the, there's been that rumor about that fifth film forever. And right. there's also been the rumor about the fourth Austin Powers movie, which I hope never gets made. Yeah. Probably uh, be man. Yeah. I mean, those I still like those first three movies. A lot I of people too. say they aged poorly, but I don't agree with that. There's still a lot of great jokes. They're stupid, but they're uh, funny, and that's why I like them. Yeah. It, <laughs> well, yeah. It's people getting upset about dirty humor or whatever, but it's they're all really good. Like the I, I the, the joke about the the blackjack scene and and the uh, who does number two work for. Like, those are all fucking classic jokes that are really funny. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's one of those things where I do also think that they are such a product of their time of when they were released that it's like, I could def. I mean, I definitely don't think they would be as successful as they were released now. But yeah, I don't. I don't think someone who wasn't around at that time would. Yeah, I mean, probably like it very much. But the thing also, though, which is like kind of been a bummer, is. Like, I haven't seen it, but I know Mike Myers had, like, that new Netflix show. Oh, so bad. Uh, yeah, see, that's it's what I keep so hearing. Bad. And I was like, oh, he's got kind of a comeback show coming. But then all I heard was, like, pretty bad things. And I was like, uh, I mean, I, I might, I don't didn't, know. It just made me talk about bad. that last week, too? I don't think we did. About Mike Myers? Did we? I no, could have sworn we talked about the shitty Mike Myers show on Netflix. Because you said Zach no. saw it and Zach had you watch. Maybe we had this oh, conversation. Oh, I brought up a clip. He, he showed me one clip that involved Shrek. That was kind of. Funny. Oh, okay. Maybe this was outside I think we, of the I podcast. think it was outside yeah, of the I podcast so. when we were like gaming. Maybe, maybe we've run out of so. things to talk about. It, just every week from now, and we're going to talk about the same things. Yeah, Hell we'll yeah. talk about Marvel <laughs> movies, and we'll talk about Mike Myers. Yeah. Uh the the Pentaverts fucking awful. That's Did you watch all of it? Oh, okay, okay. Uh I don't think I watched all of it, but there are a few there's like this one sketch where Mike Myers plays I guess a Russian or something and I can't remember what it was if it was like Illuminati or or something but um Keegan Michael Key is joining uh, some kind of like secret group mm -hmm. uh, 
Oh, here he is. Actually, Mishu Ivanov. So he's playing Mishu Ivanov. I don't know what this is. I'm not going to listen to this, but looks like some kind of Illuminati thing. And Keegan-Michael Key wants to join. So then he says, oh, yeah, you can join, uh, but you just have to focus. But because he has a Russian accent, uh, he is saying, fuck us. And mm. so there it goes. I It felt like it went on for an hour, but I, 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 I cannot tell you how long it actually was but it was like oh what's wrong you just have to fuck us he's like i will not do that no what's the problem just fuck us and it's like oh my god (laughs) it's like someone telling you a joke thinking you didn't hear it and then continuing to tell you the joke and i feel like someone someone needs to tell mike myers to chill and just like not be full mike myers it feels that way. Oh man. That's uh, some shit. I I don't I guess it's is it even a fucking sketch show? I thought it was a sketch show. I thought it had a story but, from what I like had yeah, seen. Yeah, I mean I I guess I didn't watch much of this cuz I don't remember this story. It's it's like a Canadian journalist finds himself embroiled in a mission to save the world. It's <laughs> <laughs> <was> like I, <laughs> Okay. I, I was, I'm like, what the fuck? Hmm. I thought it was a fucking sketch show. So I guess, or maybe it is, and it's, but it's got a story that goes through. Who knows? Hmm. He plays a bunch of characters, and they all, it's all terrible. It's fucking awful. All right. <laughs> well, uh, I guess moving on. The Cat in the Hat. I saw, I saw that hat. all the time when I was young. You know, that movie like never grabbed me. I, I kind of like, like so many people it did that I know, but for some reason with me, it just never really quite hit like the Grinch levels of like humor for me. Oh no. Cause it's, it's not it's like, I remember there were things good. in it. I thought were kind of funny that made me laugh at the time. It's also been a long time since I've seen it. So who knows? Maybe it's better than I remember, but uh no oh it's not <laughs> oh okay it, it, um, it is it is actually very similar to the Bentavrit in it that it's like michael myers just not fucking like dude just calm down like not mm. he, 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 he needs he, he needs to take care of Lori if he's gonna calm down you know you know what i think that was the start of that because before cat in the hat it was gold member and then the cat in the hat and then shrek 2 where, so wait, I think hold the on. Cat in the Hat. Where does uh, where does Master of Disguise fit in? No, no, that that was Dana Carvey. Oh, I don't think. No, I don't even think he was in that. No, it was just Dana Carvey. Oh, you're right. That's you're another right. movie. I don't know why I like that confused. I I just, I, eh. I like Master of Disguise. <laughs> like so, my it's a guilty push. <laughs> see, that's the like I I get the feeling for because I that's. There's like when I when I was younger, there were a couple movies that stood out of movies when I was younger that I just didn't like that maybe if I rewatched them, I could have like maybe some more appreciation. But that and uh well, no, one that I just know I don't like. Uh, Son of the Mask is just one of the worst things I've ever seen. <laughs> but I remember oh, Son of the Son Mask of the and Master of Disguise so just was not they just never hit with me at all. And I, 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 and I like Dana Carvey. Oh, yeah. I think Dana Carvey's a very talented man. Um, but I think Dana Carvey is funnier and more talented than Mike uh, Myers. Do you ever hear that rumor that uh, they filmed the turtle scene in Master of Disguise the same day as uh, 9 11? Yes. 
Oh, what? Yes, I have heard that. Yeah, there's, there's <laughs> a friend of mine did a whole video on it, Stuart. I should send it to you. It's, it's you absolutely should. hilarious. <laughs> that's <laughs> um, that's a great, that's all time great scene. Yeah, it, apparently, yeah, I, I can't, I wouldn't even do it justice if I try to explain it to you. I'll just send you the video for those who want to check it out. Uh, Leo Vader on YouTube, he, he has a bunch of great videos. I highly recommend checking out, but there, he does one on uh, the master of disguise and that scene in particular and how, as the story goes, it was filmed on 9-11. <laughs> yeah, it's... That's well, all I, I will say. I will watch this. Yeah, I... The only scenes I even remember, as I remember, there's like a scene he does like a Quint impression from Jaws. Yeah. And That's I kind of remembered the, the turtle scene, I guess. But yeah, I don't really remember good. much else. He also did a uh, Al Pacino, uh, like Scarface era Al Pacino uh, impression that made me laugh so hard when I was a kid. Because <laughs> I, I don't even think I knew it was Al Pacino at the time. It was just a I funny just voice. It was so fucking funny. Yeah, yeah he, he's like, I think he's talking to a waiter and he's like, oh, yeah, you, it's just like, it's so stupid. I, I mean, I, that movie is like phenomenally dumb. Yeah, I mean, I think the thing was is there were other movies at the time that had like dumb humor that I just felt did it so much better because like I was like a, I still really enjoy and I'm a big fan of uh, Johnny English. Uh, Yo, oh, unbelievable! Yeah, Johnny English was the shit when I was young. That and still, and still to that this day song, enjoy it. That song was tied to every single trailer for that movie. I cannot forget it. It was, it was, but that is such a funny movie. Um, and it holds up in like that, you know, I mean, like it is, it's like dumb, dumb humor, but like, it's definitely more clever than like other movies of the time that kind of had like that type of humor, I guess. I like Rowan Atkinson. I think he's really funny. Yeah. Rowan Atkinson's the goat, dude. Um, I, uh, one guy who actually like, it's kind of wild. I mean, I guess I guess it's just because he's friends with Adam Sandler. And I even like I like some I like some of his movies, but I also like they're not good enough to where I think he should have a whole career uh, is Rob Schneider. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think his big claim to fame was Deuce Bigelow, and that's not even <laughs> good of a movie. I just what was the one where he like isn't what is it? He like becomes like a woman or something. Oh, that's the hot chick. The hot chick, which I liked a lot as a kid. Uh, that I don't know what. And it's I remember like the anymore. animal. Oh, the animal was my like my favorite movie. I love that. What was the, like the South Park sketch with it of like maybe Rob that's Schneider why. Maybe is, that's why he was big. Is the carrot. And he's just like playing yeah. a carrot. Like, I don't know. But maybe that's why he got big was because like 10 year old kids liked him. <laughs> maybe. I and, I haven't seen enough of his up, solo You watch flicks. those movies and it's like, these are fucking terrible. I mean, they're, they're just so bad. They're so bad. Yeah. I never really watched a lot of his like solo. I mean, I've seen some of them like those, but I just mostly knew him as the you can do it guy randomly from, you know. Adam Sandler's movies. What's it called? Uh, there's a scene in European Gigolo where um, this guy's talking and he's he's like, uh, uh, the city, uh, Amsterdam is going to shit. Uh, uh, and he's like, 
he mentioned something about like, oh, it's because of these Canadians. And then it looks out the window and there's just a Canadian tourist shitting on the street. And it made it like my friend got so offended that he was like, turn this off. I don't want to fucking watch this movie anymore. (laughs) Just like, why are you offended by that? That's like, I like it when we get made fun of, but it's also funny that it's just a Canadian shitting directly onto the street. Like that's how we live in Canada. Uh, I, <laughs> it's a stupid fucking movie. Yeah. I remember the woman has a penis nose and, a, and I, I, that's, I was just like, okay. Oh yeah. And she gets a, she gets a boner. Yeah. So it like it moves her like face cloth. And then she up. sneezes at him, and they had to go there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah they he she sneezes. So Jake, she sneezes. <laughs> Guess what she and sneezes? Exactly what Jake. you think would happen? Yeah, exactly what you think would happen goes right into someone's soup. <laughs> it's so stupid. Oh it's my god, it's gross. terrible. Fucking gross. Oh, but yeah, that's man. Rob Schneider's movies. And he, he played a lot of racial stereotypes. <laughs> oh, you know the one that like people like sometimes forget oh about but don't God. talk about much because it's not as extreme as his Hawaiian in like person. Oh, Ulta? His Ulta, Ula or, Ula whatever. From, or whatever from like 51st Dates. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, that, so it's his Hawaiian guy. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, he played an Italian man who like couldn't speak English or whatever in Big Daddy. Right. And he was like, he could he didn't know how to read or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and I specifically, I don't even think it was he was learning English. I think it he specifically, the joke was he could not read. And so he said, hi, instead of saying hippopotamus, he said hip-hop anonymous. Uh, <laughs> and then he did uh, an Indian... Uh, like scam artist. Oh, in, I now pronounce you Chuck and in, Larry. Uh, he also did. Uh, oh, he did. Oh the, my god. He, play, he played an Asian. Asian. Man. Oh yeah. my god. Oof. That you're. Oh, that's the worst of all of them. Oh my it's god. So I forgot bad. about that until now. <laughs> you know what? I'm starting to see it, why maybe Rob Schneider didn't go as far as the rest. Of Yes, uh, I, I always think of that South Park Rob Schneider thing, where it's like Rob Schneider is a carrot, yeah. and like I don't know if you, I don't know best. if you remember that episode, but yeah, I yeah, I, I feel like that the joke, hell out of that. Yeah, I feel like that joke was bigger than Rob Schneider. Yeah, probably. God, Rob man. Schneider is a stapler. <laughs> oh no, I'm a stapler. <laughs> oh no, guys, I'm a stapler. God. Yeah. yeah. And then he was uh I mean he he did uh what's it called? The Good Friends or whatever it's called. I, I can't know. remember what those movies are called. I don't know. The movies where they're like they're oh, oh grown ups. Oh, oh yeah, grown ups. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And then he I, wasn't I in grown ups too. I can't with those. Uh. Which is so fucking weird. I remember my fan I at the when like the first one came out. I was with a group and went to go see it and my group lost that there's a scene where it was like a moose or a deer or something like breaks into a, the house or something. And the, my entire oh, the group right. I was with was like almost crying, laughing. And it was at that moment I realized that it, like I was dead inside. 
it was just that movie has a joke against Canadians too, and that, that <laughs> I didn't find funny. I don't think Adam Sandler because, likes Canadians. Yeah, I know. He, there, there's this joke where this um, this guy, this like good looking ripped guy at the the pool, comes up to the ladies, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, he's coming to talk to us!" But then he goes, "Oh hi, I'm from Saskatchewan. Here I am. I'm a Canadian." Oh, and it, that's the whole joke. And I'm like, Saskatchewan? Like, like, we have so many stupid city names. Moose Jaw, Flin Flon, Dildo. You don't need to say Saskatchewan. It doesn't fucking exist. I don't know. I was, I was, I walked out of the theater and asked for my money back. Did you really? Matt was shaking in his seat. His face was red. His fists were shaking. I was shaking. getting so fucking pissed. Has, uh, I, I, they took out all of Norm McDonald's like speaking scenes he, the, you can go on youtube and find norm mcdonald's stuff from grown-ups and it's actually funny and they were like we can't put funny stuff in this movie we got to take it out no you want to know why it's probably because he was funnier than everyone else they paid <laughs> a lot of money yeah so it was like oh shit the funniest guy can't be norm mcdonald so we're just gonna cut it out yeah i, God. I actually have a canadian question for you matt oh What's shit up, buddy so I know he wasn't born in Canada, but his parents are Canadian. Do does Canada Dude. claim Brendan Fraser? Uh let's see here. I did not know this. Because so. he was I think he was born in America, but his parents, I believe, are Canadian. And I was curious if Canada claimed him or not, because he is a treasure, but I don't know if he's considered an American treasure or a Canadian treasure or both or I think that's up to him. Uh so on this it says American Canadian. Not Canadian American, because uh, like there are people I know who who were born, like Ted Cruz was born in Canada. Oh, you can have him, but no, it's okay. You guys, no, you guys get him. No, uh, we'll take Brandon Fraser. I think that's, uh, I think that's a fair choice. But yeah, he he didn't. I don't. I don't. I never knew that. So I don't think he's like known as a big Canadian actor. Probably because he didn't live here, right? Uh, I was just curious. No, I would have I, see the whale. Oh, I'm stoked for the whale! Holy shit! Yeah. Um. But no, I was just curious because you know, I mean, I would claim claim him if I was Canada. Well, yeah, I'll Canada talk to Justin Trudeau. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, you know what? I'll have. You know what? Jake and I, being ambassadors for uh, the United States, we'll take Brendan Fraser. So. Yeah. We need a win. <laughs> we really do. Guys, we need some wins. You guys need Brendan Fraser. <laughs> we like need him. You guys have plenty of talent. Like we need him. You know that that there's like a I, I don't know if he's a senator or what you guys call him down there, uh, a, a House representative. There's a guy named John Kennedy in Louisiana. I uh, I was watching uh, the YMH podcast and they played a clip of his campaign ad and. He's he's speaking like a Louisianian, which nothing wrong with that if you're from Louisiana, but it it what he says just fucking makes me cry laugh. And he was he was basically saying, oh, I, uh, the liberals think cops cause violent crimes. I think it's criminals who cause violent crimes. And then he's like, next time you're in trouble. Call a crackhead. Oh, <laughs> that's that's been that's been memed pretty heavily. Call a crackhead. Oh, I've never call seen a crackhead. This. 
What? That's hilarious. Oh my god. Oh my it's god. so fucking funny. The funny thing is, is that I feel like crackheads can probably get things done, you know, if they need to. Oh, <laughs> if it yeah. gets them a fix, absolutely. Yeah. I, I would I would actually in, in some situations, if it's if it's crackhead versus crackhead, I want I want a crackhead on my side, not a cop. Yeah. Because the crackhead, they'll, they'll they'll distract them at least, and then I'll get away. With a cop, I'd have to stick around and talk to them afterwards. <laughs> this ad's so funny. God. I blame the criminals. <laughs> <laughs> Violent crime. Just old white dudes. That is just so, sounds so silly. I love it. I love Call it. Call a crackhead. All he's missing is flying in on like an <laughs> eagle with a shotgun. Hell yeah. God. I, uh, there's some crackheads around my neighborhood. Uh, I hope, I don't know what they're doing. It fucking snowed like hell last oh, night. Oh, geez. Yeah, it's, that's the part where I'm like, oh man, there's like a tent city. I don't know how they do it. Uh, it's been, people are like, I have to see them from my window. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get rid of these homeless people. I can see them outside while I'm warm in my home and eating great food. <laughs> you uh, fucking assholes. It's been, it's been miserable in San Francisco. It's been so cold. I mean, cold for here. It's like been like windy and like in the high forties, uh, which is pretty cold for here, but God. our, uh, heater doesn't work. Oh, yeah, so we have an electric heater that is just in like the office. So that is like the warm spot. And the second we walk out to go to the bathroom, get food, uh, put something on the TV, it drops like 10 degrees. Holy shit. It's, it's rough. It's, it's, it's really rough. So uh, I can't imagine having to uh, live outside during this time of year. It is. Dude. I'm, yeah. I feel awful for those people. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, dude, I don't, I don't know how they do it. And I, I have to imagine some of them fucking die because it's fucking cold outside. And like, what are you going to do? Like, I, man, it sucks. Sucks. Wish there was more to be done to help them out. But also, uh, God, just a lot of, pro- man, that's the board. That's the thing with homeless people is that it's, it's more than just like for, for a lot of them, it's more than just homing them or homing them, housing them. But it's also like, like they've got a lot of mental problems or drug problems. And there's a lot that has to be done to like help them recover. And man, it fucking sucks. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, uh, at least down, unfortunately <laughs> down here, it's just two really fucking shitty sides saying how they're going to try to fix problems and then doing nothing. So. Right. Yeah. Every, every, however many years they start saying they're going to do something. So you vote for them. And then they don't. And then they don't, they say, oh, but they stopped us. We're going to do it for real this time. Yeah. And then they don't. Nope. It sucks. That's why I'm. That's why I'm voting for a crackhead. <laughs> yeah, I'll get, get it done. done. Oh uh, man! I mean, we have had in, in the United States. We've had a crackheads in office before. We have. It's not unusual. <laughs> we have two up here. It's not yeah, unusual. You know, shit, to be a crackhead. <laughs> shit happens. Shit happens. You guys remember Rob Ford, right? Uh, yeah. 
the Canadian mayor that was a uh, mayor. Yeah, he was a mayor. He he was a crackhead. His brother is now the uh, the the governor of Ontario. Let's go. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and and appara- apparently he was like a big dealer. <laughs> so everyone was like, oh, great. We have a dealer for our fucking premiere. <laughs> it's fucking it's fucking hilarious. I don't know. Well, I got a question for Stuart. Sure. Did you listen to the new Metallica single? I did. I'm a fan. It's pretty good. Pretty damn good, sir. I'm very excited I, for that. I mean, like. Their stuff is usually pretty solid, but I wasn't expecting to get as into this single as I am. But but I don't want to listen to it too much because I hate when I just listen to a single way too much and then the album comes out and then I always get past that song. So I listen to it a couple times like, this is good. Now I just got to be patient for six months or however long. No, I do, the, I, do the, I do the same thing though because then I'm like looking forward to listening to it again. Yeah. I, but yeah, no, it's, yeah. A, it's a great single. It comes out like in April and they announced it last week. I Nothing like I get when you're a band as big as Metallica, there's a long windup you need to do to, to, you know, plan yeah, for shows, plan ready. tours, plan, plan. But, but God, if, if I was an artist, I would, I would not say anything about my album until the day it was out. And then I just say it's out and just drop it. Yeah. If I had any clout, you know, like if I was a big artist that that would be what I would do every time. And I, I respect, you know, artists like Kendrick Lamar basically did that. Right. I think he announced his album and then two weeks later or a week later, it came out um, his latest. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think, I think that was like, I mean, I like that. Cause like for, for like six months, everyone was like, uh, I got word from a record yeah. store in London it's coming out this week. And then it's like, I, what was that fake album? My little brother was like, Oh my God, they just released Kendrick and it's only available in the UK. And I like sent you a screenshot yeah. and it was like, hello, <laughs> I am Kendrick or something like that. I guess, I guess Kendrick maybe may have been a bad example because all the speculation, but you know, yeah. a, a lot of bands will, will, will do that where they'll just be like, there's sometimes right, artists that'll just drop now. it. And th- there's definitely yeah. been multiple examples. I think even Taylor Swift has done it. Taylor Swift does it a lot. Yeah. So it, uh, it happens. I, I actually like some God, of Taylor Swift's s- albums. You're just going to say you can't stand her? I cannot. Well, I, so here, here's, the thing is I like a lot of dude, her music. Dude, 1989's like, got some fucking bangers. Me. 1989's got some bangers, but... Uh, I love 1989. Her, not her most recent album, but the two albums before that were produced by... I think the two albums were produced by the... Uh, the the guitarist of the national which is one of my favorite bands and you can hear his influence on those albums and when i heard that he wasn't on the latest one i didn't listen to it cuz like i don't i don't really care but uh yeah aaron desner i believe is the producer i think he produced one on the new album i know too much about this but it's just cuz i i love the national so national's got some great shit dude i i haven't listened to the new album I, I just find her annoying. She just got uh, annoying. That's, I mean, that's okay. I mean, like, okay. <clears throat> I, I, I thought her music. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I like her music, but yeah, I, I I thought the private jet thing was funny. And then, uh, what was, <laughs> was the, the oh, oh, thing. her tickets, her ticket sales, like, uh, throwing Ticketmaster under the bus. Um, I don't even know what happened Because their website broke. I think their website broke and it was hard for people to get tickets. And now people are selling them through Ticketmaster for like $50,000. <laughs> and 
and she blamed Ticketmaster. I'm like, dude, Garth Brooks puts a limit. Like you can't, you can't resell Garth Brooks tickets for more than you paid for them. Uh, so I, I don't, I don't know how it works. So maybe she is right. And Ticketmaster fucked it all over, but I don't know. I, I, where are the bodies? Maybe, maybe it's the, it's maybe it's the fans. I don't like when it comes maybe. to Taylor because they're really annoying they're and I've got friends who are Taylor Swift fans and, and I they're apologize annoying. I love and they're you. annoying that's what he said <laughs> they're not the annoying ones for sure <laughs> uh anyway you know before we wrap it up because I see the time on here and I, I I feel I feel the winding up you getting like anxious whenever we get close to an hour once we get to like the 50 minute mark I start realizing that if I have something I need to say I better get it out but I do want to think we should do bonus episodes where it's just Stuart <laughs> and we just give him like a list of things he needs to talk about and we just I let him go for as long as we chest. want. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. No, I, I figured I'd want to wrap it up on a, on where we began a bit of this podcast today, but on a more positive note. Okay. Uh, involving Marvel. Okay. Um, did okay. you guys watch the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas or holiday special? I did not. Uh, I'd not. I'm waiting. I'll wait for like Christmas for that. Okay. Well, I will say for those of you who are, freezes over. who are, who are fans of Guardians of the Galaxy and James Gunn, that it is a fun little special and it is very much worth That's watching good. and it is the best special that Disney plus has released. That is, uh, <laughs> I, I, I like uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy, so I'll probably watch it. It's fun. Um, it makes me excited for so, volume three. Yeah, that's going to be funny when G- James Gunn is like promoting that movie as the, as he's now head, be, of the head of DC films. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's pretty funny. He's going to, I'm, I'm, I mean, I, I mean, the, I, I, I'm a big fan of the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Um, yeah. I, 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 but, you know, I think, he'll, I think it'll end on a high note. He's, he's pretty so. consistently an entertaining director. So, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, su- the Suicide Squad was great. Very, very uh, fun movie. But, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I will be very happy to watch Guardians of the Galaxy 3 because I like those characters. I like the actors. Uh, and I will watch it and then never watch another Marvel movie ever again. <laughs> I would love a sequel to the game. And that was this week's episode of the nuclear fridge. Why that <laughs> sentence? Did you have to go into the ending? I don't know. What's the game? The Guardians oh, of the Galaxy the game. game. Oh, I was like, Fantastic what the fuck game. is he talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Did I you like ever beat game. it? Uh, no, oh I haven't. Um, well, I got it spoiled and I kind of lost some steam. Uh, what did you that. get spoiled? Uh, I I was reading something and it got spoiled while we were talking once. Uh, not you didn't spoil it for me, but I was like, tr- it, I was looking up a involving- character's name. Oh, and then I saw like, oh, this is who this character actually is, and I was like, ah, that's a fucking. Bummer. I know what you're talking Which, about. That's but not it's- actually the spoiler, but. I, I'm just trying to hide it in case someone is playing it and wants to right. find well, stuff. I out. would say to you, if you like the Guardians of the Galaxy, to still finish that when you have a chance, because it is yeah, very, very fun game. And the story, and story wise, yeah. it's just very well done. 
Yep, it's not bad. Jake, is there anything you would like to get off your chest? No. You don't want to talk about... All right. Wait, do you guys want to talk about Pokemon? No. Oh, okay. I don't know. No. I thought you both had been playing it. Just wanted to see if you guys were still enjoying yeah. it or whatever. But, well, okay. I mean, that's all... I mean, I, I've been working Black Friday and then playing Pokemon pretty much. That's all I've done this past oh. week and a half. Gotcha. The one of, that's okay. all I've done. I guess I'll say one thing about Pokemon that I'm sure it sounds like you're appreciating now. It is the perfect background game, you know? Because it's like yeah. there's always something you can do that does not need your full attention. Like, I was just hatching eggs and and managing my boxes while i was doing work today and it's like it's perfect yeah and and that's 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 what i did pretty much all throughout black friday uh i enjoyed it uh i i will say that uh pokemon has this thing called terror raids and they are truly fucking wild Yep. because they have they some combine... of the best moments and the worst moments in the oh series. Oh my God. <laughs> they combine literally the worst, most frustrating multiplayer design I've ever fucking seen with pretty much the absolute best tippy top shit Pokemon has to offer. Uh, and it's like this constant back and forth of wanting to fucking die and being stoked that your prep and strats worked off. Uh, and I love it and I hate myself for loving it at the same time. It's, well, it's good stuff. I ordered an analog pocket as we talked about this. Oh, fuck. I caved. I caved. I, someone posted a, a photo of one at an airport and I was like, fuck, I want that. So I did it. I want that. Give me me that. Cause I, I don't, I think it, they'll just send it now, right? Or am I thinking of the I Steam hope so. Deck? That I feel is like it's Steam been deck. forever, and I just put in an order, and it says getting shipping details together, so maybe I'll get it soon. That would be nice. Uh, I love my analog pocket. I haven't played it in a long time, uh, but I love it, and it's cool because it comes with a dock, and while it's not like this super awesome ideal switch-like experience it's still really cool to play mm-hmm. uh pokemon games on a tv with like a super nintendo controller mm-hmm. pretty cool it's a good fucking system i'm excited for you uh, yeah all right uh i gotta eat all right yeah me too we will see you all next week everyone thank you for listening and have a fantastic weekend with a cold one from the nuclear fridge <laughs>